Welcome to EGN Leadership Conversations, the untold secrets of the C-suite. I will be speaking with industry leaders on hot and trending topics. Enjoy the podcast. Today we have with us Ramta Mishra. She's the Global HR Director with Conservation International. Uh, Ramta, a warm welcome to you. How are you today? I'm doing good, Nick. Thank you. That's great to hear. Would you like to start by introducing yourself to the listeners and also what you're here to talk about today? Sure, sure. Nick, I am an HR professional with around 16 plus years of experience in this field. Uh, as you just said, currently I'm working as a global HR director for an American nonprofit. Um, I've been part of HR teams for companies like EMC, which is now Dell, and OSI Soft, which is now Aviva. Um, I have I have completely enjoyed my HR journey in both the locations that I have worked most of my life, which is India and Singapore. In Singapore, I have done mostly regional roles like covering Asia Pacific, uh, and I am currently doing a global role. Although I enjoy all the aspects of HR, but just cause I started my HR career uh, with recruitment centric roles, um, I love to talk more about hiring. So that's me. That's wonderful, Ramta. And hiring is indeed on everyone's agenda. You know, Ramta, I'm attending a lot of peer group meetings and it doesn't matter which group we speak with. Everyone is talking about hiring. Uh, so this is a great topic. We're so happy and we're looking forward to hearing from you more about this. So let's then get started. What is a good way to lay the foundation of successful hiring? Wow. Okay. Uh, difficult to uh, define in little words, but I'll try my best. So I think the successful hiring begins uh, with being very, very thoughtful about things like job descriptions, compensation, what a company has to offer. Uh, let's talk about the first step. So when, when we start this hiring process, there is a need to carefully consider the mandatory versus preferred experience. For example, listing PhDs or masters as required or asking 10 years of experience when a seven years would be sufficient. Uh, this really narrows down the candidate pool. So, uh, for good hiring or for laying a good foundation, we need to see the ways that we do not narrow down the scope of uh, finding good candidates. The other, another uh, thing could be to consider all potential job locations to attract candidates. Don't make it like I'm looking only in Singapore or only in uh, any other one location especially after pandemic, when we know that flexibility is such an important factor for candidates now. So what I'm trying to say is to cast the net wider. Um, and, and especially when we are trying to determine the compensation, right? There are, there are things to consider. There are things, factors to consider like budget, internal equity, market rates. I think these are the things that most of the organizations or most of the recruitment teams, um, you know, don't consider before they start the recruitment process. So I think the, the answer to your question is to have a very thoughtful uh, process before we step into 
starting the hiring process. Does that answer right. your question? Yes, definitely. And perhaps you can share with uh, the listeners also, what are some suggested do's and don'ts of approaching shortlisted applicants? Oh, wow, that's, that's a brilliant question, Nick. So interview process, again, um, something where a lot of time, process, thoughts uh, need to be invested. So uh, interviews and recruitment teams must think ahead of the process. So uh, I think my one piece of advice to all the recruitment teams would be to please review on flexible work arrangements or being, I mean, what I'm trying to say is being prepared for the interview. Uh, so both the sides of the table need to be prepared for the interview, not only the candidate. So be prepared with details like location, criteria, as I said, flexible work arrangements. Uh, so these are the things that you, know, you should bring to the table when you're talking to shortlisted applicants. And the second point that I want to say, Nick, here is, um, I, I repeat that, that please do not have more than two to three interview rounds. It really freaks out the candidates. So don't make interview rounds a way of way to, you know, make your senior leaders feel important. Okay, we'll put you for an interview round because you're an important leader. That should not be the approach. Thirdly, I, I really want to say about taking the notes. I have seen in my recruitment career, the mistake people do is not sharing the feedback when the memory is fresh. So I would suggest sending feedback just after the interview, as soon as the interviews um, end. Yeah, I think these these some some don'ts and do's that just come to my mind right now. Right, and and one big question, which I'm sure is on the mind of many listeners, also in regards to the interview process and so on. Any guidance on questioning, or also if you can share, what are the questions to avoid? Yeah, well, that's also a very important point, Nick. That um, we we must try, or all the uh, interviewers must try to avoid asking questions that may fall into prohibited or illegal categories in some countries. And more so now when we are doing regional and global interviews, you know, we need to be more mindful and be aware of the laws in, uh, in other regions and other parts of uh, the countries as well. So to answer your question, I think the questions which are very specific to age, genetics, gender, marital status, race, color, religion, sexual orientation, etc. Like, just avoid asking questions on any of this. This may be sensitive, this may not be liked. Uh, this is something that, you know, I always tell that it's not only the candidate who's uh, being interviewed, the interviewers are also being interviewed by the candidates all the time. So more so this, all these uh, things become um, more important that uh, one should be aware of laws in your countries and, and in other countries as well. So, yeah, I think avoid asking questions around these topics. Right. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Ramta, for being with us to share a little bit of your tips and tricks here about successful hiring. Any final closing thoughts you want to leave with the listeners? Uh, yeah, I think, uh, as I earlier said, that um, 
both the sides of table are being interviewed. So uh, one is a very verbal interview and the second one is a very silent interview. So be mindful that even if you're sitting on the, um, on the authority chair where you're choosing a candidate, uh, you, you are still being interviewed. So that's, that's what I uh, want to say. And I really want to thank you for asking my views and let me share my experience these all are hard learned trades of HR. Um, and I'm very, very happy and glad to share it with you, Nick, today. That's great. And thank you so much, Ramta, for being with us today. And thanks to all the listeners as well. And I just have one last question, Ramta. If anyone of the listeners want to contact you, what's the best way for them to reach out to you? EGN is the best way. <laughs> I am on the EGN portal. Uh, otherwise, LinkedIn is also uh, another great way. So, of course, for EGN members, you can connect me through the portal. And who, who are not EGN members yet, um, I have a, a full-fledged profile on LinkedIn. Fantastic, Ramta. Thank you. Thank you, Nick. Thank you for listening to EGN Leadership Conversations, the untold secret of the C-suite.